fearful was I turning on the video to go live on Facebook? Pretty damn fearful. But what's the worst that could happen? Nobody watches? It's not that big of a deal. I mean, if nobody watched, at least I'd get reps on practice in my routine. Am I right? So fear, it's a fascinating emotion. It really is. Um, So today, I would like to talk about as our further discussion on fear and eliminating it from our lives. Um, Now, first, I don't mean to say we shouldn't be fearful. We need to be in control of our fear. Do not let fear control you. You as the consciousness in this vessel, body, whatever you want to call it, you're the one in charge. Now, our bodies have limitations, clearly. If you're going to go try to lift 500 pounds, you're probably going to hurt yourself if you haven't worked your way up to that. If you're going to go try to climb Mount Everest and all the worst that most you've ever done physically is gone to uh, to the refrigerator and pulled a soda out, Mount Everest is probably going to be too much for you. Now, that being said, when when our brains initiate this fear, it's for a reason. Okay, you want to go way back to the days of the saber-toothed tiger, we're all sitting in the cave, we're afraid to go out there because we know he's out there somewhere. So we're not going to go out, right? Well, that's fine. But you can't stay in the cave. We eventually got to go out, right? We eventually got to go out into the world in order to live. And we cannot let fear hold us back from living our life. So... Being fearful about real dangers, I'm not going to go into a war zone and go walk around in the streets. That would be dumb. So a fear of a war zone is a valid fear, but I'm not going to go put myself into that situation. Fear of something that hasn't even happened yet, that's what I'm talking about today. There's no reason to be so fearful or so paralyzed by fear that you can't make a decision. So let's talk about three seeds of fear. The first one, doubt. Second one, worry. And the third one, indecision. Now this trio is with us every single moment of every single day. There's plenty to worry about. I mean, look around you. Look at what else is going on. It's you can't open up a newspaper, turn on the television or the radio without hearing about some other catastrophe that's going on, a fire that's burning down uh, an entire forest, hurricanes on the way, tornadoes, buildings falling. And oh, by the way, there's a global pandemic still going on. So, yes, there is plenty to be fearful about, but we can't allow that worry to develop into fear. So I may worry about a global pandemic. I will then take steps to protect myself from this. 
be it wear a mask, be it limit my exposure to public places, uh, keeping my social distancing, just because it's mandated or not mandated, it's still pretty smart washing your hands, wearing a mask in public, and keeping your distance. There's nothing wrong with that. So if you're going to be worried about a pandemic, then those are the steps that you might want to take to protect yourself from that fear that could develop. So you have to take worry with a grain of salt. You have to say, okay, what am I, what am I worried about? And why am I worried about that? So if I'm worried about a global pandemic, why am I worried about it? Well, it could end in my death. Certainly could. No doubt about it. There's lots of people dying over this. But in, I haven't contracted it. No one in my immediate family has contracted it. Now, I do have friends and I do have relatives that have contracted. But they've all been okay and they've all recovered. So I know there are people dying. And I know some of you may know people that have gotten very sick or possibly died. But that worry cannot develop into fear to cause you to completely just shut your life down. This world that we live in, things are going to happen. That's part of life. You're going to have car accidents. You're going to have flat tires. You're going to get fired from jobs. You're going to get broken up with in a relationship. You're going to get the wrong order whenever you go to, to meal, whatever. There's going to be things that are going to happen in our lives. So as long as we embrace that, that look, life is about experiences. It's not, it's not about just sitting and, and watching it go by. We're supposed to be engaged in life. We're supposed to be out there meeting other people, learning things, expanding our knowledge, growing to the greatest possibilities that we have. So worry, we can't let worry get in our way. So how about the next one? Doubt. Man, I got a lot of doubts. Maybe you do too. But I can't let doubt run the show either. So what are some common things that people are, are doubtful of? Well, they may be doubtful that they can accomplish the goals that they're setting. I mean, what happens every January, right? Everybody sets these goals and, and resolutions that they're going to get fitter. They're going to read more. They're going to play an instrument, whatever it is. And how does that normally turn out? It's almost comical uh, how that our society has just kind of given it a pass, that most people don't have the commitment or dedication to fulfill their goals. And it's really tragic. I fall prey to this all the time myself, so I don't want you to think that I'm coming at you like I've got it all figured out. I don't. I struggle with this every day, trying to figure out why am I doubting myself? I've accomplished so many things in my life. I own my own business. I've been married for 30 years. I've raised four children into adulthood. All of these things that I've done, but yet still doubt can find its way into my mind and get me paralyzed and get me to start worrying and then I start to get fearful. Now, I may not meet the goals, but I'm sure going to give it everything I've got. And if I get to a point to where I can't fulfill the goal, I'm going to 
appreciate that I gave it all I got. So that doubt I can go ahead and get rid of. Now, what about if you, uh, you have doubts about where you are in your relationship? Well, it's time to talk about it then. Communication is the key to a successful marriage and relationship. If you're not communicating with your significant other, everything in your head is all made up. Everything that you think they're thinking, they're not thinking because you haven't asked them what they're thinking. Try that. It works. I promise. Just ask what's going on. Hey, uh, we seem to be kind of in a bit of a weird place right now. And I'm just trying to figure out where we're going and what we're doing. You want to talk about it? And if they say no, well, you've got your answer, right? If they say, yeah, you've got your answer. But to sit and continually mull over in your brain, man, this, this thing is going, going bad. I don't know. Is it me? Is it her? Is it him? Is it, I mean, what's going on? Well, son, figure it out by asking. Communicate. So no reason to doubt if you can get the answer, right? So let's get rid of doubt. Now, the last one is one of my all-time favorites, indecision. That's why I named my podcast The Indecisive Podcast. Indecision will lock you up faster than anything, and it will keep you and grab onto you like a pit bull, and it won't let go. Indecision has caused more loss, I would say, in, in technology, in science, in health, in advancements, because what happens? We get, we get, wow, man, should I do this or should I do that? And then you never decide. You may go on years and never decide. What a waste. Just make a decision. Well, what if it's the wrong decision? You know what? If it's the wrong decision, I think you're going to figure that out. And then what's going to happen? You can make another decision to switch directions or change gears, or do something different. Making the decision is critical. You cannot just get lost in the limbo of indecision. So anytime that indecision comes up, just do it. Decide. Now, I'm doing it. And go. You're the one in charge, not the brain. That's telling you, oh, hang on a minute. If you make that decision, this could happen, this could happen, this could happen. You know what, brain? You're right. That could happen. But you know what could also happen? These other great things could happen. So thank you for your contribution. I'm going to go ahead and make the decision to go this direction. And then you go. That's it. Now, once you've made that decision, this is one of those Burn the boats, raise the bridges, destroy the airstrips. The decision's made. We're 100% in. Because if you make a halfway decision, how do you think it's going to turn out? Think it's going to turn out good? Probably not. Think about it in your life. When you've put a lot of commitment into something and it's gotten done, how have you felt? It's been great, right? When you put kind of, eh, you show up to like maybe a moving thing and like, Nobody's there and it's not organized and you're like, oh, gosh, this ain't going to be good. And so that whole rest of that time, you're just you're in a bad mood. You're upset. You're like, why am I doing this? 
What about if you decided, hey, these folks look like they're struggling. They look like they need help. I'm going to dig in. I'm going to roll my sleeves up, and I'm going to get after it and do what I can to help them. Where do you need me? What can I do? Throw this in a box. Okay, let's go. Where does it go? Into the truck. Let's go. So what a difference. The same experience can be if you go from, eh, not so excited to, hey, I think we can do something good here. So making that decision, making no 100% commitment, not going to turn around, not going to back down until I find out that this is the wrong decision, and then I'm going to switch gears. But I'm going to analyze what I've done up to this point, and then I'm going to say, okay, so I did this. It got me here. I want to get over here, so I need to maybe do this loop around this direction. Or maybe I need to try this. Or, you know what, maybe I need to study a little bit more. So maybe I'll go out to the library and get a book that, about this subject so I can find out a little bit more. Because maybe there's a piece that I'm missing. Right? So indecision to me, information can dispel and destroy indecision. If you can inform yourself with what your decision is, with the pluses, minuses, maybe even talk to somebody. Maybe your significant other. How about that? Always looking for something good to talk about with your loved ones. How about talk about this decision that you've got? Bring it up to them. Say, hey, this is, I, I'm not feeling good at my job anymore. It's not working out. The, there's this, 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 and this is why. And I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm wanting to go get another job. I don't know where to start. And so if you start talking to somebody, you know what? They might have some information that you could use. They may know somebody who's got a job that would fit you perfectly. But if you just sit there in your mind and worry and doubt and be indecisive, you're never going to get that answer. All you got to do is ask. So I'd love to say that I've perfected every bit of this, but I haven't. This is why I'm sharing, though, because to me, the more we share with one another, the experiences that we've had in this experience, existence of life. Some of us have figured out some things. Some of us are still working on it. But you know what? Every single one of us could benefit from every other one of us. All we got to do is share it. Don't be afraid, my friends. There's no reason to be. All right? This is your boy MZ coming at you, and I'm saying it. Fuck fear. Why? Because it's holding you back. It's keeping you from living a life that you will absolutely not recognize to the life that you're living now. If you're allowing fear to hold you back, progress cannot be made, my friend. So let's do it together. Fuck fear. See you next time.